Hi everyone, we're doing this a little differently this year. You won't be able to hear the episode in the background of the podcast. So in order to sync up the show with what we're saying, you should pause now and hit play as soon as the main titles start. Hey everyone, welcome to the Outlander podcast. I'm Matt Roberts, executive producer, and I'm here with Tony Graffia, also an executive producer. Hi, everyone. We're here to watch episode 308, First Wife, written by Joy Blake. This Tell them one, what we're drinking. Oh, what we're drinking. We're drinking um, old fashions, I think, made with uh, Basil Hayden bourbon. Uh, but it, we, we picked it because uh, it's got some bitters in it, and there's going to be some bitter <laughs> moments coming up oh, yeah. in this episode. So uh, there's, there's some bitter folks in, in this one, that's be some, for sure. Well, there's one bitter person, that's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> one of my favorite, one so my cheer, favorite, favorite cocktails. Cheers though. to you. Cheers. Here we go. Try not to get drunk for this one? I'm, I'm trying, because like Jordy said, God's tooth, it's not even noon. <laughs> That's the truth. <laughs> this, is a, this is an early one. This is so, an early uh, one for us. Uh, uh, the, the title First Wife uh, came from, uh, suggested by Meryl Davis. Ah. Um, I'm usually the person who has the, uh, uh, you know, the, the changes titles, but uh, this one, yes. was, this suggestion came from Meryl, so. Ah, what's off of Willoughby uh, saying honorable first wife? Yeah. Thank God he says it in Cantonese so Claire doesn't know. What uh, What do you mean first wife? If she would have been paying attention or if she knew Chinese, it would have, she would have been. Uh, yeah. She'd been clued in a little earlier than she did. She's pretty quick, that Claire. Yeah. Uh, back at uh, Lollybrock, uh, which is, is always a nice place to go. This is Midhope Castle. Um, that plays for our Lollybrock. Yeah, this is the first time in 20 years Claire's seen the, the place that she called home. And she's reuniting with Jenny here. Jenny, uh, who's uh, Laura, Laura Donnelly plays Jenny. She's a wonderful actress. Uh, we were so excited to have her back. Yeah. And, of course, and uh, Stephen Cree. Stephen Cree as uh, Ian, big Ian. Uh, who we also uh, love having back. Right, right. Now we should talk about the fact that this this episode shot way out of order. It's episode number eight, and because of some scheduling issues, we actually shot it in our second block. We did. A lot. So we shot, our first block was episode one and three, episode yep. three, Ardsmere, and then block two was episode Two, uh, two and, and, eight. and eight, which and it if really you, uh, if you look, yeah. it, they both take place at Lollybrock. They both had a lot of the same characters. Right. Um, the difference being is there were, uh, you know, years in between. So between right. hair and makeup and and uh, the hair and makeup department and the costume departments, they had to keep track. Yeah. Of all the the the, the subtle differences. Um, between the two episodes, whereas one day yeah. we could be filming um, a scene from episode two, and then the very next day you're filming a scene from episode eight, and you know twenty years goes by. Yeah, we have to give a lot of credit to the actors and to our entire team. Uh, you know, costume, makeup, everyone, because 
uh, it's a very difficult to shoot out of order. It's a, it, it just makes your head spin, and and you'll have to remember that this means they would have shot uh, this episode where they fight over the first wife before we had ever shot the reunion. Oh, long so they, before. So yes. they long before, and they hadn't even re- reunited yet. So to play this and have to dredge up those emotions. Um, uh, completely out of context is a real challenge and then yeah. that just shows the talent of not only our actors but the whole team the whole outlander crew and, to be able the, to pull this off and these were the only scenes that uh sam and katrina played together during the first um right dur- during quite a few uh, of the blocks until we get to episode six That's where right. they actually re- reunite so yeah. i think sam had a little bit of a cold during shooting um, uh, I, I'm always amazed that that both Katrina and Sam don't get sick uh, more often during the filming because not only do they, you know, the, the hours that we work, but, you know, around 300 people uh, who who get sick from time to time. Uh, but yeah, they last year in season two, Katrina had a cold once, but as a trooper, she fought through it. And the, this year, I think Sam had a little bit of a cold, um, but I like I like how we play it for what it is, right? You know. Yeah, Jenny is understandably a little a little thrown by this, a little suspicious of what, you know. Not only is she really angry because. You know, her son had run away and was with Jamie, and he didn't tell them. He didn't admit that he was with them. Um, so it's a little. There's a little tension here. I think there was a a little uh, debate in the room again. There's a, you know, I think the ongoing thing that the fans of the podcast will will hear is there's a debate in the room. We yeah. we don't we don't always <laughs> agree on certain things for sure, but. Uh, Ian's punishment was one of them. I think uh, one of the things in the book that that I always liked is that Jamie had to dole out or right. met out the punishment, and, um, and, and in fact, he turns and lets Ian uh, whip him as well. Yes, because he feels responsible. But we, which we which that, I've always which I always liked. I like that yeah. about Jamie, and there, we did that in it last was season. Cool. It was cool. I I think it was just well off of your episode, the reckoning that. Jamie's kind of maybe changed his attitude a bit about, you know, thrashing people. And um, he comes up with a more creative uh, punishment for young Ian. Like, and we did a lot of research to try to find what's the most awful, you know, chore you could be assigned on the farm. And we found this thing where they make, uh, for fuel, they make uh, these cakes out of dung and straw. And so we thought, let's, let's have them make these patties you know and uh it's a nasty job so that's his punishment instead and as you see the the kids have grown up and gotten older and oh, had grand, kids, grandkids and had kids uh themselves. jenny's a grandma yeah. she looks good for a grandma she does oh. that kid's chewing gum that's not period correct. No, is I it? think he's chewing. <laughs> uh, they stole some cakes. That's what the, the scene was. They that that'll be your dinner because uh, they stole some cakes. Uh, so he's uh, not chewing gum. Oh, uh, I thought maybe he was gonna blow a bubble there. A no. Second. <laughs> 
we wanted to um, carefully structure, you know, the beats between Claire and Jenny so that, you know, Jenny just doesn't just welcome her back with open arms. She's a little, she's happy to see her. She loves Claire, but she thinks this is a little fishy. Like, where has she been? Where'd she come from? Uh, and also, you know, family sticks with family. So why, where yeah. did you go? Why were you gone? Yeah. But we didn't want it to just, them to clash right off the bat. It had to build. Like, you know, they're a little bit uh, tentative around each other and just s- stepping delicately. And it's awkward, you know, it's awkward. And this is wee Jamie who, remember we saw him? Uh, yeah, he was at, at the wash tub in at the episode wash tub in the laundry. 13, I believe, uh, in uh, season one. Was the, the watch. watch. Yeah. Written by you. Yeah. Um, this is, if we have anything even resembling a standing set, it would be Lollybrock. We, we kept the, the interiors are still on our stages, mm-hmm. um, right now. Um, and Midhope Castles, we, we, we go back to, to that quite a bit, um, for the door yard, um, the front door and, and around back. So, uh, mm-hmm. it's, it's been really kind to us and it's now one of our most iconic locations right and i think right. even fans trek to it to yeah uh to see uh i know that we've been on location scouts a few times when you take a new director there and uh there's always a few fans milling about um and yeah. uh, uh you know we'll have a little chat with them about uh you know the filming and stuff it is very um when you stand at the end of the road, at the end of the driveway, and look up at it, because when I, I have to admit, when I first saw the location pictures, I was a little like, uh, it's a cool building, but this isn't at all how I pictured Lollybrock. I pictured it a little more, I don't know, less stone and less tall and more warm and friendly looking. It looks a little imposing, and it's just not what I pictured Jamie's home to look like. Um, but I have to admit, when I got to Scotland and I saw it, when I first stood at the end of the drive and looked up at it, it just gave me the chills. It was like a... Did you cry? Really? Well... Did you a little Tony tear? Did I think you cry? I didn't have to cry. It was probably pouring rain. So there's right. probably plenty of water on my face. Right, right. But I, I did, did, it does take your breath away when you're there and it has a magical quality to it. And suddenly I got it and I was like, yep, this is it. This is very... This this is his home and... and um, I think we we discussed what the story would be, because, you know, once again, you in a book, it, it, you, when you you go from Claire's perspective, some things you don't have to t- you know in the book doesn't have to tell everything, and right. you know we, we spend a lot of time with Jamie now, um, for good reason. You know, Sam's Sam's so great at at playing Jamie. You want to spend time out of out of you know POV, right? Claire's POV. Um, see, and you know, she, Jenny's she, obviously Jenny, wise to what's smart, going on. She's she's, she's smart. She, yeah. Jamie knows she's smart. You can't get much past yeah. Jenny, and it does make sense that she's this is troubling to her. You know, because she saw her brother. She's not just being a jerk here. She saw her brother suffer and live in a cave for years. She saw how his life was just a shell without Claire. And so now she's like, wait a minute, you were alive all that time. And, 
and he suffered for nothing. You know, where were you? Why didn't you get in touch with us? And it just, she's not buying it. And I think that's re- realistic. And I think, uh, um, you know, when we, we filmed episode uh, 303, um, which is the, uh, the Ardsmere episode where Jamie's in prison, you know, a lot of people had questions about um, a missing scene. When Jamie goes to discover or, or to see if the white witch was there, oh right, and why did we not show that? Why did That's we right. not see that? And I think their answers, uh, their answer is in this episode. Yeah. Um, in and the funny thing is, is, is in the books this happens quite a bit, and we run into this as as one of our biggest challenges. In the books, what 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 happens is an event will take place it will be skipped over in the moment and then two characters will discuss it and diana will describe it in such livid or or vivid detail that you feel like you're there but it's but it happens way out of time so but we have to play it in time and this is one of those this is one moment where we actually did it it's very similar to the book. I mean, in the right. sense of well, we told it out of time. You know, it it was mu- it played much better here because he's telling it to Claire, and we get to see her reaction to it. Right. In fact, a lot of TV shows would play it in both places. They would have played it when it happened, and then they'd show it as a flashback, and you'd see it twice. But it, it definitely has more power here because he's telling it to her. And that we get to see, yeah. you know, the interaction of the couple, which is why. You know, I mean, there's there's arguments. There is arguments both ways. I think because the way people view television now, I know the way I view television is different than I did even five, certainly ten years ago. Where yeah. we, we've been doing flashbacks. And sometimes you don't even need to do a flashback because no. people people can just go and watch that episode. Or right. it's in the previous on. Or they've just watched that episode. Yeah. So you'll see this from the main the main titles. Um, this is one of our main title shots that we we oh, used. We kind of co-opted. Yeah. So that island actually isn't out there. We, this is a visual effect that um, that we put in. Um, it's Water's actually Denour Castle in Denour, Scotland. Ah. Uh, this was this was filmed. So we had people in the water swimming, and that's uh, that's. Sam freezing. Yeah, he freezes good. Yeah, he's a good freezer. <laughs> um, and so, so this is an actual castle, and we just kind of created visual effects around, you know, created the water around it to make it look like an island. But this is an actual structure that. Um, yeah. Wow, this is so. This is going all the way back to Ardsmere when. So uh, now, he now, yeah, this is a flashback and, to that moment. Yeah, and and this was in the previews. This is the moment, Claire. <laughs> so this is this is what everybody saw, and they yeah. wondered that why we cut it. But we, you know, sometimes we we, we want it. to say, hey, you know, we always say be patient yeah. and when we know something's coming. This is something where uh, also. I believe this is where this is where he sees the stone that has the Mackenzie yes. etching on it. We weren't sure, you know. He he finds the tre- 
he finds it under a rock or something in the, in it's, the wall. No, it's across from the... And he, he'll see it across from the thing. There's yeah, there's a we, marking there. In the we mic- had to add that onto the rock. Because, visual effect, Because yeah. people, when they saw the dailies, they were like, how does he know to go to that rock? And we're like, well... So we actually added the, the Mackenzie Crest, which is, you can see, it's a stag with the horns that's been etched into the rock, and that's how he yeah. knew the treasure was there. And by the way, he's Jamie Fraser. He's that close to Superman. He has x-ray vision. He <laughs> saw right through. Saw he was like, ooh, that's a nice uh, sapphire in there. And of course, that's a sapphire that he gave to. Uh, yeah, John Gray in three. Yeah. Yeah, I like how he he calculated that in the moment. He's heartbroken. He didn't find Claire. Right. And in when he equates that, it's like he didn't have the treasure he was there to find, which, which was is her. Claire. Yeah. And he's like, okay, well, I'll leave these trinkets and maybe yeah. come back another time. But yeah. it's like. I know. This so goes back to the This bird, goes to you know, season, the, or the episode one. Where he, she saw the bird in the windowsill and, and whenever she would see things like that. You know, birds have played a big role in our our show the starlings and the witch trial and the blue herons birds are kind of matt and i both love birds and have have owned birds and and um i think they're always symbolic and she would see birds and think of jamie and that he was speaking to her through these the animals and so i I always thought that you know when you you lose something so dear to you 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 have to replace them you have to you have to fill that spot in your heart. So if something like a daily bird song was Jamie talking to her from another place, I, yeah. I think that that helps fill. It will never really feel fill the the um, the void. Um, this this obviously uh, one of the bigger debates of the season is the reveal of um, of that of the uh, she who will, she. Who will not be named? I believe that's how you say <laughs> Let's it. Let's just call her. Let's just call her her. No, don't say her, because you know, because then there's herself. So we don't want to no, say her. No, she's not herself. So that girl. But then you think of Marlo Thomas or something like that. I was going to huh? say F.W. for first wife, but Claire's the first wife. Claire's so she's the first She's like wife. S.W. She's a second wife. The wife who shall not be named. Daddy. Uh oh. It's a little different from the book here because in the book, I believe, uh, they're making love and actually yes. only Marsali comes in. Yeah. Marsali. And there she is. And there. I, I love how much Leary curses here. It was fun writing. We were like, can we have her ha- say the F word? Can we have her ha- say the C word? Yes. Let's give her the C word. So she calls I, Claire the... I'll tell you, the first time I read this many many years ago when you find out that that jamie married leary you say wait a minute how how the hell did this happen freak out what in the world and i think one of the things that we've always talked about is that really in the book you never there's really never a time 
after that she tells that she that that Claire tells Jamie what happened at the witch trial because right. that's the the key to this is is that's right she didn't know Jamie didn't know well we added that she right we added yeah that she testified at the witch trial and that's not something Jamie knows so that's the biggest switch and in in the in this the series is that Jamie well, knows that Leary testified against her so we had to backfill in a way um with the fox's lair right of, of kind of redeeming Leary finally because she's like why would That's jamie right. ever That's marry right. this person so she sort of redeemed herself and she uh, said uh, you know she did a she did a good deed and claire said hey Leary helped us out go thank her and jamie's like thank her for what and uh but then we saw at the end of fox's lair when Leary said uh I'll, I'll get your forgiveness, but I still want your love or yeah. something, whatever she whispers on dun, her. Dun, dun. And we knew she wasn't, <laughs> it wasn't over for Leary. Yeah, and, you know, um, I mean, in it's 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 a complicated yeah. thing. To, to, to have Jamie marry Leary is you a very, very You have to really com- understand why, yeah. and that's coming up. But here's a scene with, this little girl was amazing, and um, she, I don't know how we found her. She's a lucky find, but... She's wonderful, and in the book, Jamie doesn't really have that much interaction with his, quote, daughters, but we wanted to, we added this scene that's not in the book because we wanted to see that Jamie cares about them. He wasn't just like, oh, Claire's back. You know, I don't care about this other family because he did marry her, and he did take on these girls, and he doesn't want her. He takes care of her before he takes care of Claire, and he could have yelled. It always struck me that he could have yelled, in the moment when Claire was like, daughter, he could have said, wait, 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 this isn't what it looks like. They're not my real daughters, you know, because Claire clearly well, I, thought I think that, that was his I think daughter. what's so important to for me, at least, is what that's what made it okay for him to marry Leary, is he married Leary to help these two girls. Absolutely. As opposed to having any genuine right. love for Leary, which right. I, I don't think he ever did. I think he no. he wanted to be a father, and that's where what what these right. two girls gave him. But he's he's such an honorable guy. He didn't yell out in front of the little girl. She's yeah. not really mine. Don't worry. He waited and went and talked to the little girl and then came back for Claire. Because even though he knows Claire's upset, she's a adult, you know. Yeah. And he can explain it later to her. But he didn't let that little girl run out of there without knowing, you know, without talking to her. I like that line. He says, there are other redheaded, you know, he's like, yeah. come on, be real. <laughs> Yeah. I think this is I think this is where I, Yeah, I said <laughs> Every guy says this. <laughs> I said, "Thank her. I didn't say marry her." I know. Her. Every guy's like, "Hey, you told me to go talk to her." Yeah, <laughs> oh, I didn't so tell it's you to my marry her. Now. I, I like how this scene really just, you know, builds and explodes because it brings up a lot of things for Jamie, too. I mean, he he sent her back to Frank, but it's got to be eating at him a little. Did did they sleep together? Did she fall back in love with Frank? You know, what were those 20 years like? And he he's not a petty guy, but he... Well, no, not at all. You know, any guy, it would bother them, and 
And here's where we hear, you know, why didn't you, why didn't you tell me this? Um, and again, we had a lot, a lot of, this was probably our biggest uh, debate of the year, I would say, of this season, whether, you know, where to play this secret about Leary, because some people in the room felt strongly that Jamie's an honorable guy. He would tell her, right, when she came back. Like, why does he hold it back from her? I think. But it makes perfect sense not to say it right away. Is exactly. Because you, you, this, this, this dream falls out of the, the, the sky, and, and you're not going to say anything in the first couple minutes, you know, or the, or the first 24 hours. You're just getting your footing. Right. I, I, you know, we always debated whether it should happen in episode seven, where he starts to say, hey, I have a son in episode seven, you know, and then in episode eight, hey, oh, by the way, also I'm married to to Leary and, and parse it out like that. But um, it didn't work yeah. out that way. We, we, we did it. We, you know, we went a different way. And um, well, we held this big secret for here because we really felt that, you know, he could not risk losing the woman that had come back to him, his the love of his life after 20 years by hitting her in the face with this big lie right yeah. when she comes back she she would have overreacted to it so he wanted to just wait and he you can tell if you watch and that's what's so great about sam's performance is he's very you can tell something's troubling him and that he tries a few times to broach the subject but now it all comes you know it all comes well, i think i think that's what we have to get out. to is we have to get to the fact that a couple being away from each other for 20 years gets to this moment where they have to bear their souls the you know episode uh six yeah the print shop the reunion was all pure emotion and this is logic yeah. and emotion being mixed in and intertwined together and being thrown out the window and and this is yeah. what mixed in with their absolute passion for each other physical passion that they need to be together yeah and I think people get frustrated when the other person just isn't understanding what what they're feeling. And uh, that's what yeah what happens. Is, uh, and, and, you know, for Jamie and Claire, sometimes this is how they resolve things. Yeah, there's some fireworks until <laughs> Jenny. Jenny. They get a little caught up and forget where they are. There's children in the house. There are. Well, I think Claire always knew that there was a possibility that he had married someone else or had, or, you know, had other relationships. But the fact that it was Leary. I think. The fact that it was Leary for everyone, not for only Claire, everyone. but everybody <laughs> yeah. who's ever read the books. You, there's lots everybody... of pretty girls in Scotland. Did you have to go for that one? Why that one? And we'll, we'll find, you know, obviously of this episode. Of all the castles in all the land. I think that's... Uh, yeah. A bad Casablanca reference. That really didn't, didn't flow <laughs> didn't really like you translate. intended. Didn't really translate. No. No, I think I need another old-fashioned. I think so. I need a couple. <laughs> I like Kevin Kebby Kebby Lebby. Lebby. 
I love it. We love these Scottish words that we get to throw well, in here. Well, you say we, you mean you. <laughs> <laughs> Cabby Lebby. I do that, love it. I think that was Joy uh, that, that did some research and found some of these words to throw in. I don't think that's in the book, but. I think, you know, I know people always question whether we've read the books or not because um, not only have we read them, we've read them multiple times, oh. but we also read you know, draft after draft after draft of scripts. So when, you, yeah. when you've read a script 15 different times and then you're, you're you, sometimes you get lost of what has actually happened in the book and what happens in the script because we, we, right. we've done it so many, you know, we've done that. But yes, everybody yeah. reads the books. Some oh, of absolutely. Our, some of us have, have read all the books. Some haven't. Um, for the the staff right now, I think um, uh, there's only there's only actually I think in the the writer staff I've read all the books, but um, Tony doesn't you know. I, for, I don't read ahead. I it I gives just, us a good balance. Yeah, I, there have plenty of people here that have read them all that will jump up and say, "Hey, you can't do that because it messes up something later on," and that happens quite a lot. But I have to keep my head, for me, that's just the way I write. I have to keep my head in the book we're in. If I knew too much and had three books in my head, I would just... Uh, well, you don't uh, want to be in Tony's head, No, so you don't that. want to be... No. But, it, but it, I do it, read the book. I it, do read the book. I make us, charts. I, I, you no, should no, see no, my copy it, of the book. It's very... I highlight. I have colored pens for each different thing I want to, you know, certain things I want to keep, absolutely. certain things I want to change. I, what I'm saying is there's a nice balance between... You know yeah. that that we know what happens because we have a good sense of you know from, from reading all the books what happens and then right. you have to be grounded in the book you're in and tell that story and that's where you know you can focus directly on that right and not get weighed down in what happens three four books from now exactly because if we can't tell the story now. What does it matter in in right. twenty twenty one when you know you have another character? You know, where you have a character doing something. We're. I just thought of something. We're really gonna run out of whiskeys and scotches by twenty twenty one. Yeah. What well, are we gonna? I'm gonna run out of a liver too. <laughs> I think uh, on one of these we're gonna have to do um, maybe like smoothies, some sort of. Well, Juice, you know, you could change. Smoothie, we could change like, the like food. have a healthy. We could we'll, change the food. We'll pick an episode. You can have haggis day. Maybe. Why not? Yeah, why not I that? Haggis. You could do. You could do uh, uh, steak pie. Ah, Matt loves a good steak fish pie. Fish and chips. Oh yeah. You know. Fish and chips. Oh, I like that idea. Fish and chips. We can go a lot of ways. We don't have to just power drink every time we do. <laughs> We could do a drinking game while we do it. Well, so every time, um, uh, uh, you know, they we'll, we'll have to figure. I mean, obviously, season two was easy with Mark me. Mark me, I was we just going to say we would have been hammered after true. Mark the me. first five minutes of every episode. Um, you know what? I think the fans could come up with a really good reason, a uh, uh, drinking game that we could do for the rest of the season. Yeah, maybe we'll have a contest and whoever suggests yeah. the, the best drinking game. Um, now Claire's not, running. She's she's like, I'm out of here. Uh, of course, and this is a, a bit of a change from the book because 
uh, Miss Blondie's about to show up with her gun. She's toting a she's toting a piece. Um, and in the book, I believe uh, she just—it's just between her and Jamie, and Claire's not, not there. I don't. I'm not. I'm not entirely sure. We, you know, we think that she's leaving, but I think she's. She just needs some space. And yeah, she's I think probably, that's what it is. She just needs a couple. She's going to gather herbs. We. That would be those, drink, that those, would be a drinking game. Every time Claire goes to gather herbs. <laughs> well, no, I, th- that that line there was one of the things we added to this. We always wanted to say that line, and it's it, it's just one of those iconic lines. And I think that's what we try to do. People often will say, "Hey, you didn't say this line, or you didn't say that line," and we try to fit them in. And, and, right. and we all have our everybody has their favorite line. Yeah, we can't do them all, but we do try to find we spots to, for we them try when to get we can. Them all in. Yeah, we do. Tell them about the gun here, because I remember there was some discussion. Didn't we have first? It was a pistol, and was a rifle. Then, then well, now couldn't hold it. The the well, gun we because we, it was so we heavy. We had a musket. And, where we we have a few issues with this particular scene in, it's in a the fouling, practicality it's a of it. Fouling piece they called it, right? Well, that that yeah, but this was a pistol. We've. She, we imagined she just loaded it with anything she found, which would be kind of buckshot in the modern day version of, or the period version of buckshot. Because if she shot Jamie with a musket from that close, a ball would have ripped his arm off. And we yeah. don't want Jamie with one arm. So no. it, it, it became an issue of what we could visually show. And then we needed something that wouldn't, wouldn't have Jamie scarred for the next four right. episodes you He's know at a commission scars. for the next four episodes so but we also gave nell a musket to hold and and she's just not a very she's, you know she's, she's a very a petite small woman. And, yeah, and the musket was taller than she was it was really huge <laughs> so it just it looked it looked comical in that sense so we gave her something that she could handle yeah we imagined that leary in haste loaded it with whatever she could find and then Shoots Jamie. What where the where the danger comes from is one of these comes close to his brachial artery and Claire has to do something to to save him. Once again, we always want to show that um, you know Claire is a proficient surgeon and she she uh, and also reminding yeah. reminding her in the moment that. That you know, life is is in any period, life is is uh, precious. But in this, it could be you know, in this period, it can be taken so quickly from right. so many things, whether it's infection or right. you know, a crazed blonde lady coming from the next you know next castle. Right. Now we asked Sam, "Hey, could we really cut into your arm? Because you know you're such a." a method actor and he said no no i'm teasing we made a prosthetic <laughs> here and i'm just kidding that was a joke um and uh we we our our team that creates these are so good that, oh that looks so real yeah as. and uh and also katrina we have a, a doctor dr claire right. she's an expert she's a, a um an ER doctor in Glasgow. She's really good. And she takes Katrina through everything and they practice. And um, 
and and actually, cats uh, cats getting pretty good. I think she could probably take out real bullets. Yeah, by if I now. accidentally got shot on set, I would, I would definitely. <laughs> and it could happen. Uh, there's you never day, know. There's you days. never know. I mean, I am I am that kind of guy that somebody might accidentally shoot. <laughs> uh, John Bell. He's so. He good. really did just come in and own the character of Young Ian, and and yeah. If I was in Vegas or some other place where you place bets. I'm going to bet that the fans are going to fall in love with him. Over the course of this season, oh, they're really sure. going to fall in love with him. For sure. I like his special relationship with Claire. And I know Joy, one of the early things from the original draft was that she says that he's the only one uh, that calls her auntie. Yeah. And it means a lot to her because everyone else is kind of rejecting her and keeping her at arm's length. But he, because he's more like Jamie and because he left home and was living in the city um he's more open to her he's not as as wary of her and he he admires her and he's fascinated by her because he's kind of the one that is the you know the the rogue of the family well he's jamie he's jamie yeah he's a you know he's and claire an likes him for that reason yeah. she probably there's is a like, lot of jamie in yeah young Ian. it's a claire gets a glimpse of maybe what jamie was like as a a young kid. Well, I think that, kid. you know, if you think of Jamie as a, as a young kid, you know, he was a little troublemaker. Yeah. He got into trouble, but nothing malicious. He was just, no, you know, he just he liked wanted to, adventure and he wanted, he he wanted was to get a boy, out and see the he world. He was a boy who wasn't meant to be on a farm. Right. And I think that's the same thing with Ian. And um, he that's why the farm, Jamie, but he, he can't, he can't live his whole life there. I, I think that's why Jamie sees so much of himself in, in young Ian. Is yeah. that, and that's why they have a special uh, a bond as well. Yeah. You know, she's pissed at him here, <laughs> she is. but <laughs> but I know. love that, I love that Jamie's using a sense of humor yeah. to deflect and to disarm because that's what he's that's what he does that's what he's known for you know and and I thought that was really played well the... with. Um, Sam really played that well as, you know, whiskey's so a liquid. I love that. Hmm. Well, here he's going to get a little chance to explain maybe about Leary and what happened, how the heck this could have ever happened. And I think you have to, you know, I know there's, there's, People that don't understand why Claire is so angry at Jamie, and I think you you have to put yourself in her shoes for a minute. How and ask yourself how you feel about Leary anyway. And most people don't like Leary very much. And now imagine that the man that you love dearly married that person. I right. Think, I think almost everybody would be hell. I'm, what? Yeah. You know. I'm I'm actually a Leary defender because in the sense well, of I'm a I'm a defender of her because she was a young girl who yeah, fell in love with James Frazier. Who, who wouldn't? wouldn't fall in love with James Frazier? So you right. can't condemn her for that. No. What you can condemn her for is trying to kill Claire. Yeah. But to her, Claire must have you know, Claire was English and at the time they were so oppressed by the English, so it was especially upsetting that this woman showed up out of nowhere and you know, in her mind, stole stole this man. But here's where I and I love this. It's probably all of our favorite parts of the part of this episode is 
we all loved um, getting to see Hogmanay. Um, the set design and all was great here, how they show the holiday. And how Jamie, who had just come back, what, he'd come back from Hellwater, I believe, and he would had to leave his son, Willie, behind. Um, you know, the guy's lived in a cave. He's been in prison. He's And here he is feeling really lonely and displaced. And these girls, these beautiful, sweet uh, girls come up. I mean, I love her. Would you like some figs? <laughs> um, you know, they're irresistible, and they they can sense that he's got a sadness about him, and they pull him they pull him out of this well, dark again, place. Once again, we, we talked earlier about why Jamie would marry Leary, and I think the two reasons he would marry Leary are right here, right now. Are Joan and Marsley. The first time he's laughed, the first time he's danced, the and first Jenny time he's sees done it. anything. Jenny is like... I love how they go to slow motion here too. Jenny sees him and her heart just warms because this is the first time she's seen Jamie be happy at all. And he's missed raising Brianna. He's missed raising Willie. And it's a chance to be a father and be part of a family. And at this point, he has no idea who the girls even belong to. Yeah, you can see Jenny getting the no, idea. No, that's what I'm there. saying. He he fall he fell in love with these two girls in this moment and then the the happenstance of who they belong to you yeah. know and he, he had no uh, idea he had no idea and um and i think this is what in the story that he's telling claire is where she becomes aware of his the massive hole in his heart it wasn't just that she was gone it was the life that he wanted for himself was gone you know the life that he probably imagined a million times over when he was with claire yeah that that just went away and and that he needed to fill a void and and of course she's going to respond to that they needed a father and he needed to be a father um and you you kind of you understand it you know you i hope I saw there was a little debate about, you know, uh, Jamie cares more for Willie than he does Brianna. I don't think that's uh, even no. remotely true. No. What I think it is is that Jamie, in the, in the way Sam played it, was that that he actually saw Willie and he had, and, and that he probably was so heartbroken over Brianna for 20 years that it hit him yeah. so hard that he didn't, you know, yeah, and I think he it was more of a sharing, you know, it, it was, he loved Claire so much, it was when they reunited, it was like, here's something that's important to me, and you're so important to me, how can I not, how uh, can I not share, share with this yeah. with you, and I think Claire, clearly from her reaction, she took it as a, well, this is surprising, but, you know, if it's your son, it's part of me too, you know, even if it's from another woman, um, and he explained that he didn't love well, and, I, and I think one of the, the biggest debates, to, it was, you know, it, pushing at maybe the, the episode seven, you know, 
the guilt that he needed to share some secret with her, like right. this was one of them, might might have might have worked. You know, you never know. You know, that's the yeah. hindsight's twenty twenty. Yeah, we you know we make a lot of these decisions as a group. We have to we have to stand by our decisions. Um, and we can stand we, next to our decisions. We can stand next to them. <laughs> we we always have the best interest of the show. We always try yeah. to, to to do it, portray it the best we can, and. We also, you know, we, there's the protect. We, we protect the characters yeah. that you see. I understand that there's a book. We understand that they, they, that you can envision scenes. You, 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 you see them in your head a million times as you read. But, you know, Jamie Fraser from book one has always been an honorable guy that says, you know, we can have secrets but not lies. And a lie of an omission is is a lie. And so we debate that. We debate yeah. it often. So. This one, this one, the the wife, Claire might have left him over if he had said it too soon. Um, the Willie one was just something; it wasn't going to make her, it wasn't going to send her flying. That out would the never door. have sent her anywhere. So yeah. it was a harder to imagine why he would hold that. And we just thought a series of lies is a, is a little harder to take than just yeah. this one, where he could tell tell you know he could justify it and. I think he does with the, this Hogmanay scene and this episode is very important so that you understand all those things. And here comes her penicillin, yeah. which came in handy. Uh, thanks, Terry, very for smart the back, for her back to dress bring that. and uh, that she's got that. Somewhere back in Boston, some lab tech is going, hey, what happened? I thought this cabinet had, had a bunch of penicillin. It, uh, by the way, no Oops. one cares that Claire's a thief. <laughs> right. <laughs> She's a wanted woman back She's in Boston. She's wanted, yeah, there's posters all over. She's a drug smuggler. Yeah. Now, I love this scene because we purposefully wanted to set it on the steps outside, the front steps where they once sat um, when they in the episode where they go to search for Jamie. no it's the the watch where they're waiting oh, at the end one. of the watch when they're waiting for right. him to come back they're waiting for jamie to come back and they're both and in fact uh, yeah yeah when jenny references that earlier like i remember waiting for you to come home and that we would have never stopped looking for you um she's finally coming around to like Okay, you're never really going to tell me this whole story. I'm not going to ever understand it, but because because she's always known Claire is different. It, there's been a, something well, odd she's about telling this her woman. that right now. Yeah, she's yeah. like, you know, I know you're, I know you're a freak, but I'm never going <laughs> to question that because Jenny's kind of a freak yeah. too. And my brother loved you, so that's good enough for me. Yeah. But she's protective of her brother, and that's why we love Jenny. And that's why, you know, we can understand Jenny giving Claire shit for, and Claire's like, I wish I could tell you, but. There was some debate, too, in the writer's room about maybe we should just have them tell Jenny. I mean, they told Murtaugh, but then we ultimately decided that Jenny is not someone with as open of a mind as Murtaugh. She would, she's literally never been off of, off of this, of Lollybrock. She hasn't traveled the way Murtaugh has or seen the world. She just, there's no way she would have believed that. And also, um, but it's every person they tell believes. 
And yeah. I think that's one of the issues is that, you know, this is a pretty far-fetched idea in the yeah. sense of reality, you know. Very. Our, our, our one buy in this story is that she travels through time. Everything yeah. else is based in reality except for that, that one particular thing. Yeah. But I love that they are like sisters. They do love each other. And they, they do come to sort of a truce. Okay, hold on. Hold the phone. Ned! Ned Gowan, <laughs> Bill Patterson. Who does not want to see oh, Ned Gowan? And I think that, that, you know, I'm sure Katrina was genuinely happy to see him in that hallway too. So. Uh, oh, yeah. I, I love how genuine this moment plays. We all love we, Ned. There's, he's just such a, a great compliment to our show. Yeah. We're so happy to always have him back. Now, in the book, as we know, Ned represents Larry. Yeah. So we couldn't uh, do that to we couldn't no. do that to, to Ned Gowan. <laughs> no. Sorry, Diana, Although, but yeah, we had to flip it. We yeah, had to keep, we had to flip it. We had to keep Ned on Team uh, Claire and Team Jamie. Yeah, I understand because Ned, he's a lawyer. He's a he's a businessman. He probably takes whoever uh, whoever can pay. But we, we did flip it so that he could represent Claire and Jamie yeah. here. And it, and we did a lot of research, too. Uh, Emily and Danny, our researchers, looked looked a lot into the laws of the time, which were very interesting. Um, the fact that Larry shot Jamie actually has nothing to do with their, you know, their legal case on the, on the divorce. And um, Claire is just, you know, she's pissed. She's like, wait, she shot us, but we, you know, have to pay her. Um, what I what I like about this scene is when Jamie, Jamie is you know he gets shot, he's the victim, but he's still an honorable guy in the sense that he says you know I don't want look they're gonna he knows the kids are gonna lose a father because I'm gonna be with Claire right I don't want him to lose a mother too and have her go to jail so this is what he asks right. Yeah. Claire would love to get her out but of her Claire's hair. like, you could just lock her up and throw away the key. Jane, this is a mo- <laughs> but Jamie, well, he's honorable and he's like, I, I won't do that to her uh, because it'll hurt the kids, you know. And he, look, he got what he wanted. Claire came back. So there's a part of him that feels probably sorry for her. And I don't, they didn't have a happy relationship, he and Leary. I mean, it's, it's in the book and um, in the show that. You know, she she had been in two marriages, I believe, before with men who weren't kind to her. So even when she got the man of her dreams, she wasn't able to enjoy him because by that time she was so damaged. So um, I know I, I feel a little bad for Larry. Um, you're not winning over any I'm fans. Gonna, I there, know Tony. I'm going to get hate mail. <laughs> yeah, please send the hate mail directly to Tony. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, no, I, I I look in the beginning. I think. Uh, like I said earlier, is that I felt like this was a teenage girl who fell in love, yeah. who who well, who misrepresented Jamie's affections, and and yeah. and uh, you know I, I understand that, but when she went a bridge too far and tried yeah. to have uh, um, Claire killed to get her out of the picture so she could have Jamie, yeah, that was, that's that's not that was you know, not that's not, not a, a girl normal scout, move, yeah. no. But you know when she married Jamie. And, and when they both thought Claire was, was gone, dead and gone and never, Jamie thought he'd never see Claire again when he married Leary. 
just to defend Jamie's decision. And Leary thought Claire was dead and out of the picture. So, you know, I just can't ever blame anyone for falling in love with Jamie because, and the audience shouldn't either because they are all in love with him. So. No, there's a, we don't, we don't ever, you know, have trouble finding people who are in love with Jamie Frazier. Yeah. They fall out of trees. So. Um, and we don't want Jamie to hate Leary or try to hurt her or we wouldn't, we wouldn't admire him for that. You know, he, he's just not that kind of uh, vengeful. Uh, he's not the bitter one. Um, yeah. The bitters aren't for The bitters for are, him. Not, are not the bitter for Jamie for and Leary. And that, I think that makes us love him even more that he is kind even to someone that, you know, is is a, a questionable person because he's not a hater, you know, he's... So, back to, we filmed all these scenes kind of at the same time. This was actually the first day of the block. So, if that's even crazier out of time, you know, out of uh, uh, sequence is this mm-hmm. was the first day of block two that uh, we filmed this moment. Did Ian get in the... Uh, no. The no, they, we we had stunt. You know, one thing that we try to avoid is killing the actors. <laughs> so, uh, uh, you know, no actor was harmed. No in actor the, was in the harmed filming in the making. This. So we had stunt uh, stunt people, and this was all done from Jamie and Claire's perspective. Yeah. So we didn't really have to have John Bell out there. So. Yeah. Um, and we have some uh, amazing uh, stunt team that that does so many of these. Um, terrible things that uh, we, we forced them to do. Right, right. I, th- I think in this moment, we, you know, we've, we've, we went back and forth about it. It's, I don't think it's Claire's ever thinking, I'm going to go away. I'm going to go back. It's, it's she's, just, she's just questioning things out loud. She wants to right. hear something from him, I think, in, in a... Well, and she, again, do, and she does, because here comes the line that yeah. people, again, were asking last week, where's the line, where's the line that he says, will you risk the man that I am for the man I once was? Yeah. And here is where, you know, we we chose that this was a, a good place for it, because this is where it's really relevant. Um, it's natural that she has these questions and some doubts and some ambivalence, not about her love for Jamie, but just about the fact that when these two get together, there's always chaos. You know, their life has been this this crazy adventure, and she's been back less than, you know, a few days or whatever it is. And um, there's always already been a murder and a fire and a criminal charges, and and now Leary and all of this. And it just does. It she wouldn't be human if she if she wasn't saying, "Wow, it's a lot. It's a lot." a lot of weight to carry in any relationship and so um it's they're, they're both just saying it's harder than we thought but they're they, you know we know they're going to get through it this is a moment this is a moment where jamie says enough's enough enough of the, enough is enough i apologized Mm-hmm. Am I the man that you think I am? Here it is. 
And in a sense, he's saying, and 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 rightfully so, shit or get off the pot, you know. Yeah. And I hate to use that term. I'm sorry, mom, for using that term, but <laughs> yeah, it's the truth, you know. Yeah. And and I think she in that moment realized, yes, I'm not going to go back. I'm I'm with you 100. percent And of course, there's always a monkey wrench thrown into anything yeah. that they do, and this is it. Yeah. Yeah, they, they, in fact, what, you know, the sad thing is he had just promised Jenny yep. that he would, t- she, trust he us. would take care, trust us, we'll take yep. care of your son because Jamie had said, give him his freedom while it's still yours to give. Yep. And, and Jenny took his advice and she has a callback in this earlier scene where she says, I'm going to give him his freedom and I'm going to let him go with you. And now, oh my God, you know, five minutes later, they'd lose him to pirates. And so that. Uh, you know, this is an important scene because it will propel us into the rest of our season, the yeah. second half of our season. That we—that's a real rowboat. Yeah, that's with with cool. real stunt guys rolling out there. But then we combine it with. Um, visual effect, uh, the the Bruja, which is out there. Um, yeah. And we see the flag come out. Now this shot, this last shot was, so that's all visual effects. Uh, that ship we placed out there and debated what the sails would be doing a million times over. And, and now they know he's lost. And this was done by a drone. We actually flew the drone out over the sea and oh wow and, yeah that's and cool. we did it two ways we did it going out and then we did it pulled back this is and great, we wanted yeah. to show this is well we're leaving scotland because yeah. there's no way they're letting ian on that ship not going to do something so yeah um well thanks everyone i hope you uh enjoyed uh episode eight the first wife or just one. first wife um we had fun uh, talking to you and drinking and doing all the things that we do. So until next time, right, Tony? And we'll see you next time. Thanks. Yeah, thanks for hanging with us.